Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for, oh, about 13 minutes. Not very long, time-wise, but very important to keep us focused on our relationship with God and to help us stay strong in our faith and grow in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We always encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can on a repeated basis, a regular basis, every day. You know people in your life who need to turn their lives around. They need to focus on their relationship with God and upon their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these studies with them every day, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can, regularly, every day. You may help somebody turn their focus in life around. You may help somebody come to their Lord for forgiveness and salvation. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to finish our line of thought and study talking about distracted driving. No, not on the streets not on the highways of our land, but distracted driving down the straight and narrow way. That pathway through life that Jesus described as being straight, narrow, ultimately because it's the way of God's truth. And truth is always narrow. But he said that's the pathway to eternal life, to heaven. Unfortunately, said most people are not going down that pathway, only the few. Most people, he said, the many, are going down a different pathway, the only other pathway through life. There are only two alternatives, no middle of the road either. And that pathway leads to eternal condemnation and hell. So the one is straight, narrow, no shoulders. You don't want to fall in the ditch. You've got to stay focused, stay on the path. That's the pathway of God's truth, leads to heaven, eternal life. The other pathway, (laughs) Eight lanes wide, no holds barred, no speed limit. Be as wicked as you want to be. But the ultimate destination of that is eternal destruction in hell. We need to understand, later in that same chapter, Jesus said in verses 21 through 23, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. That's the person who stays on the straight, narrow pathway of God's truth. He goes on and talks about some people will say, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name? But then how chilling the Lord's response will be. He said, I will say to them, depart from me, you evildoers, I never knew you. Now they called, called him Lord. They called him their Lord. They said they had done great things in his name. But they obviously were not following the will of God properly. Verse 21. And so Jesus said, you're evildoers. I never knew you. You're not with me. You never have been with me. You see, That straight, narrow way, it's narrow for a reason because, again, it's the way of God's truth, and truth is always narrow. 
We can't compromise it. We can't bend it. We can't twist it. We can't try to expand it. Truth is narrow. It always is narrow. Now, we've talked about Martha and her three examples of being distracted in her spiritual life. The Lord was in her house teaching, but she got up and prepared a meal. She was distracted by a sense of responsibility. As she prepared the meal, she was distracted by her sister not getting up and helping her. So she was distracted by resentment and finally lashed out along that line. She was also distracted by short-sightedness, thinking that preparing a physical meal was more important than her sister, and undoubtedly she must have, at least initially, also sat there and listened to Jesus teach the truth, the gospel of Christ. She focused more on the physical meal than on the spiritual feast. Well, she was distracted. We also talked about how sin is perhaps the biggest distraction that we face in life here in this world. Sin will keep us out of heaven. The wages of sin is death. And it's not okay to sin a little bit. It's not okay to try to rationalize away our sinfulness. Sin is transgression from God's word. We need to understand that it is, if we don't repent of it, and seek forgiveness through Jesus Christ as we surrender to him in baptism for the remission of our sins, then sin is the death sentence. It's our biggest problem in life, facing all of humanity. We, talk, we talked also about the turmoils of life. We use the illustration of Peter in Matthew chapter 14, verse 31. Oh, as long as he kept his focus on the Lord, he was walking across the water to his Lord, who was walking across the water to him and the other disciples. But when he became distracted by the storm around him, he began to sink into the water, called out to the Lord to save him. See, we get distracted by the turmoils in life all the time, don't we? Whatever's going on, whatever's making the news today or during this period of time, we get distracted through personal turmoils, loss of money. We've borrowed too much on our charge cards. We lose our job or our hours get cut or our spouse is upset with us. Our kids are not acting right or we've got a really good friend who is ignoring us now. The list can go on and on. Maybe we become very ill. Maybe we become injured and handicapped to some degree for a long period of time. The turmoils of life. But fear is another one. The devil is very skillful in working fear into our minds, into our consciousness, if we'll let him. Now, can you imagine Jesus and the apostles on the night of his betrayal? Of course, they did not realize that he was going to be hanging on the cross the next day as they were with him in the upper room, and as he was giving them lesson after lesson in that last time he had with them before he would be on the cross. In verse 27, he says, of John chapter 14, he says, peace I leave with you. What? The Jewish authorities are going to come and take you 
prisoner in just a little while. They're going to run you through a series of mock trials and hearings, and they're going to call for your crucifixion, brutal, torturous, barbarous form of execution tomorrow. And you're saying, peace I leave with you? Yes. Jesus came into this world knowing he was going to that cross. And he knew the purpose of his going to that cross was to bring ultimately eternal peace as an offering to mankind if they would come to God through him as their Lord and Savior. In repentance and in surrender through baptism, at which point the blood that he was ready to shed on their cross, on the cross, on their behalf, would cleanse them of the guilt of their sins. Peace I leave you. Let peace, my peace I give to you. Not, not as the world gives to you do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. My. What encouraging words. And you see them in repetition. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. But not like the world would give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Even in the face of what he was going to be going through shortly. And that challenge to their faith that was going to all of a sudden hit every one of the apostles square between the eyes as they saw their Lord being taken into custody and then ultimately finding out he died on that cross. In chapter 14, he also said in verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Again, just a few hours, he would be taken out of their company and into captivity, into, into basically into custody of the Jewish officials. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of power and of love and of a sound mind in and of ourselves, by our own ability, obviously not, but through our relationship with him through Christ. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Remember what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, he said, I know how to be down. I know how to be up. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What a lesson for us to learn today. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 18, John the Apostle wrote, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. God loves us and has assured us that through Christ we need not fear.
God is there. We need not be distracted by fear, whatever might be the source of that fear. God will be with us as long as we walk with him in faithful obedience. Don't get distracted driving down the straight and narrow way. We'd like to help you. We'd be glad to send you a free Bible study through the mail. All you have to do is ask. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Click in the email link, or you can phone us at 402-498-8397. We'd love to help you. We'd love to talk with you personally, pray with you. We'd love to help you study God's Word and stay on that straight and narrow way that leads to heaven without distraction. Let's pray. Father, help us to open our eyes to see your better way, your best way for us to live in this world with the greatest promise, forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ and the greatest hope, a home with you in heaven. Help us to open our hearts to embrace those offers of blessings, eternal blessings. Help us to see the best way to live and to see that you love us so much that we can walk that straight and narrow way effectively and successfully and securely through your help. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.